Hi, creepy friends. We are so excited to share that we are now on Patreon. So if you've ever shared this show with a friend, gotten some value from the advice we've given or wondered, how can I support a show that I love? Then please consider supporting us on Patreon. When you support our show for just seven bucks a month, you'll have access to our Patreon community and enable Scope Creep to continue our mission of helping you build a business that's good for your mind, body, and bank account. Scope Creep will always be free wherever you get your podcasts, but your support means we'll be able to continue to produce this show and bring you more content to help you build your business. To support Scope Creep, head to patreon.com slash scope creep. That's patreon.com slash scope creep. And now here's the show. Welcome to Scope Creep. We're taking a brief holiday hiatus, but we'll be back to our regular scheduled ranting in the new year. In the meantime, we're sharing some shit you can't skip for building your business in 2024. Whether you're crafting your corporate exit plan or just looking to get organized for tax season as a freelancer, these mini episodes are designed to help you get your shit together as we head into the new year. If you're a corporate girly listening to this podcast, our guess is you're seriously considering making the leap to full-time self-employment. This episode is dedicated to you. Today, we're sharing the shit you can't skip if you want to make your corporate escape in 2024. And Liz, I know you have a lot of thoughts, feelings, experience around giving the middle finger to the corporate (laughs) world. All day, every day, baby. (laughs) Yes. So why don't you share the things that people should know before they leave, Yes. do before they leave, all of it? Yes. I think if you've listened to us over these last two seasons, you've probably gleaned tidbits of Jamie and I's corporate escape stories. Those are not necessarily best case scenarios. And so this conversation is meant to help you think a little bit more pragmatically about how to do that and how to prepare yourself to make an exit where you have some runway and you have some cushion and doesn't feel so abrupt. So first things first that I would recommend, and this is not like necessarily a fun thing, but if you know just for financial reasons, for personal life reasons, you have to be in your job for another six months, eight months. Maybe you need to stick it out for another year. Absolutely squeeze every last resource from your employer as far as professional development goes and skill leveling up during that time. So if there's opportunities for you to go to a conference, if there's opportunities for you to get some training to really build your talent stack so that you are more competitive when you exit corporate America and go into the freelance world, take advantage of it. Now, I say that with the caveat where I'm not going to encourage you to take on a bunch of extra work and overfunction and let your boundaries go to shit. But if there are opportunities for you to learn more and get better at doing the things you ultimately want to do as a freelancer, snatch them up, especially if it's on your employer's dime. Next, and this one is hard, especially if the situation that you're in is rather toxic, as so many are, but try not to burn any bridges. I would keep the information that you're starting to look into freelancing pretty close to your chest. You might have a work bestie that you can share that with who you trust, but people love to talk shit and that kind of thing gets around. So while I wouldn't spread that information around, I would be thinking about as you make your exit or gear up to make your exit, how you can preserve relationships because you never know that person might go on to another company that might work with freelancers who could hire you down the road. And you're going to shoot yourself in the foot if you set everything on fire, even if you're very much tempted to do so. Right now, as soon as you're able, while you're still employed, do what you can to start networking with other freelancers. This could be in person or online. If you're near a major metropolitan area or even a mid-sized city, there are probably opportunities to go to happy hours, meetups. Just start rubbing elbows and 
being around other people who work independently, not only is it going to be a potential source of client work down the road or referrals, but it's just nice to start warding off that isolation that can so easily happen when you work alone. Talk to people in your network who you do trust, maybe outside of your immediate work environment, and start putting feelers out there and letting them know that you're available for some, you know, very part-time freelance work. If you're working full-time 40 plus hours a week, it's probably not very likely that you're going to have the capacity to bite off a whole lot. But you can start just planting those seeds and keeping those leads warm and keeping those relationships kind of warm as well so that when you do make the leap, they're already kind of aware that this is something that you're doing. This one goes without saying, and it's not super fun, but y'all, you got to save money. You need to know exactly how much money you need to survive if the worst case scenario comes and you have to exit your corporate job before you have a full list of clients to meet your income goals. And real talk, that's probably going to take some time. So I know things are tight right now for a lot of folks. Inflation sucks. Cost of living sucks. But do what you can to sock away a little bit of cash knowing that that kind of fuck you fund is there and it's going to make it a lot easier for you to walk away from a situation that doesn't serve you. And in order to save effectively, you need to do that financial projection and really be clear about what you need to live on because you don't want the added stress of putting yourself in kind of an untenable financial situation when you quit your job if you can at all avoid it. Another not so fun thing to do that Jamie's good at and Liz sucks at is paperwork. (laughs) If you're going to be an LLC, for example, it's not hard, but there's some forms you got to fill out. You got to pay kind of a nominal fee. Just go ahead and do that. In addition to just checking a business box off the list, it will probably make you feel really good and kind of legitimize what you're setting out to do, not just for whatever state you live in, but for yourself. In addition to the professional development opportunities that I want you to soak up from your employer, also be on the lookout for other opportunities to learn skills about running a business. This could be taking a class with your local like entrepreneurship center or small business association. This could be working one-on-one with a career coach from your network or otherwise who can kind of help introduce you to some of the things you need to get used to doing that you probably don't fully grasp now. It's another way to kind of legitimize your goal and help you feel more prepared to make a more seamless escape. And then also we're talking at this time of year about looking back and being really intentional and thinking about what do you want to take from your 2023 into your 2024. Sometimes when you're stressed or pissed, it's really easy to look at your corporate job and think there is not one iota of anything that I want to take with me from this fuckery into my new life. But chances are it's not that black and white. So think about what are the things, the ways of working, the types of projects, the types of clients that weren't so bad that you might want to bring with you into your freelance or solopreneurship life and look for ways to build capacity to do that. Also, before you start sharing more publicly that you're making an exit, do whatever you can to start saving portfolio pieces now. Obviously, you might have some NDAs or some rules and regulations that you need to adhere to based on your arrangement with your employer. But chances are when you give that notice, your access to shared drives and things of that nature is going to go away real quick. And it would be very unfortunate if all the excellent work you did for that employer was no longer accessible to you and you weren't able to show that to future clients. So start saving your stuff now. Save it on a flash drive, get it off your work computer, make sure that you have personal access to it for when you need it down the road. Thanks for tuning into this week's holiday episode of Scope Creep. We're your hosts, Liz Talego and Jamie Cox. We'll be back next week with some more shit you can't skip as we head into the new year. 
If you loved Scope Creep, leave us a five-star review. And if you didn't love us, then just please leave. This episode was edited by Lauren and Cody at Dark Wave Audio Lab. You can find us on Instagram at Scope Creep Show. You can find Jamie at J-M-E-R Cox and Liz at L-I-Z-T-A-L-A-G-O. If you have a topic you'd love for us to discuss or a question you want answered, you can email us at scopecreepshow at gmail.com. Until next time, stay creepy. Thank you.